Hello and welcome back to another episode of Crushing with Abio. I'm of course your host, Abio Sullivan, and I'm very excited about today's topic. It has been really transformational for me to learn this in my own life, and I love teaching this to my clients because I know that it can seem like we're just at the whim of everything else that's going on around us, and it's very easy to get caught in a cycle of being a walking reaction. So learning how to lead yourself through emotional moments, through the abrupt changes that can happen through the day-to-day is really something that can transform your life. So if it feels like things are just getting to you, like little things are getting to you, you feel like you're reacting emotionally without any thought to the words or the thoughts or emotions that are coming up for you, you're going to want to tune into this. I want to preface this with like, this is not 100%. You're, you don't have to be perfect at this. You're not going to be perfect at this. You are a human having a human experience in a constantly evolving world in your own constantly evolving growth and life and all of that. And of course, I always want to encourage you to seek support in whatever form is helpful to you. Therapy, somatic coaching. Um, if some people really like tapping, some people do really well with, you know, breath work or meditation or journaling prompts. Um, but seek the support that you need, especially if you're feeling like you're having trouble or feeling challenged by emotions that are coming up or events, things that have happened in your life that you feel like are not being resolved. I always want to encourage you to seek support for that. When I talk about leading yourself in this sense, in this episode, I'm talking about your your everyday life, um, in your relationships, in your career, in your business, not just allowing yourself to be an emotional roller coaster if that's something that is like holding you back. And I'll just speak from personal experience here because I know that I've been this person and, uh, you know, like work in progress, right? But much, much better than I was. So much better. I used to, back in the day when I was super, super busy, I used to really feel irritated, pissy, disrespected, um, like walked all over if my clients were um, consistently late, like if people were just showing up late. And you know, those days where like, it seems like everyone is running late to their appointment. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, I can't do my job properly. If you are not on time, I can't believe you're trying to rush me. And do you expect the whole time, like, just getting myself worked up and into a tizzy. And I mean, like, let's be real. It's actually, it is actually rude and it is annoying. It can be very annoying, especially if you were waiting to take your break or eat your lunch and you had that whole 10 minutes or whatever. I mean, you learn pretty quick to just like take whatever time you have, but it it just would set me off. And then I would just be, you know, funky with that person. My energy would be off and I might feel that way the rest of the day. I might just, if, if it continues, then I start to feel just like really meh about that particular client or even about my job in general. So it looks like that and it can lead to just feeling resentful and feeling like you're not looking forward to even seeing that client because they're probably going to be late again today, you know, and they're just like 
think that they can have the whole time. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is just the dumbest thing, right? I finally got to a place where I was like, why would I, why would I rush through this? I can let them know, number one, hello policies. I can let them know what the deal is. Like if you're 15 minutes late, we're going to have to reschedule because I just can't do my best work in that time. Um, or if they show up, I can just say, well, I will do what I can with the time that I have, especially I'm not going to go into another person's appointment, right? So just communicating, kind of setting that boundary or stating that policy, and then just relaxing, letting that person, you know, have their time doing what I can, and then seeing them out the door, ready for the next client. I don't need to rush through the process or make myself all worked up because this person was 10 minutes late and they're always 10 minutes late. Like just accept it and meet these people where they're at, right? (laughs) Which is almost what you have to do with yourself as well. You have to meet yourself where you're at. But um, so anyway, in those moments, that's when that shift occurred. And I basically stated I was communicating my boundaries or my policies and relieving myself of that pressure that was me leading myself into an identity of someone who doesn't get worked so worked up over those small things and who is stating and enforcing their policies. Therefore, creating a slightly more relaxed business owner. <laughs> and eventually, like you weed out some of those clients too, if it's bad enough, you can. Um, and you know, you can really like, sometimes you just really have to lay down the law. So communication, uh, boundaries and self-worth knowing, knowing my value, right? Leading yourself can also look like asking for help. Kind of like I stated at the beginning, that can feel very vulnerable, especially for (laughs) women tend to want to do it all, think that we need to do it all. We feel the pressure. We put it on ourselves and we feel it from from the outside. Uh, the expectations people to take care of literally everything. Like we can mom, we can we can socialize and we can run businesses or we can work or whatever and we can take care of the household. Like we're super wi- women. We're super beings and we can do it all. And I'm not saying that you cannot, but you don't actually have to. And that hyper-independence probably comes from childhood and society and culture and all of that. And again, it can feel, it can feel icky and it can feel like you, oh, there's a sense of that fear of rejection. What if they say no? (laughs) But they could also say yes. And if you don't ask, and if you don't stand up, and state your needs, you're never going to find out. And let me just tell you, you don't have to do it all. You don't. And you don't have to do it alone. There are people, like I trust regardless of the situation, I trust that there are people, people that you may not even know yet that want to support you. They want to lend you a hand, an ear. They want to help you. And if you can just be vulnerable enough to, to take down you're like ultra stubborn. I can do anything and everything all by myself. And I'm expected to just, we just take that front down a little bit. Open yourself up to receiving some help, receiving goodness, receiving love, receiving 
um, or respectful clients or just receiving peace, (laughs) receiving peace in your life. I know in my life, I have also struggled with asking for help. Oh my goodness, I love to put up the strong, independent woman front. Like, I mean, I do have to do a lot of things alone. (laughs) I live alone. I have taken care of a lot of things on my own, and I trust that for the most part I can. But there are definitely times when I have not been able to take care of it all by myself and I have needed help. And I'm so thankful that I was able to finally get the courage to ask for it. Sometimes it's easier than others, right? Like there are some moments where I was just like afraid, I guess, because I would, I would feel like, you know, I was a loser or I'm not capable, but none of that is true. That was a story that I was creating in my head that made even the, it made that worse than it actually was. Like people are ready and waiting, you know, to just be there for you. If we can just allow that into your life and take a look at those, the stories, the untruths that you're holding, that you're holding about whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And you can apply this to other areas of your life, like health goals, for instance, um, or if you're looking for that deep loving relationship that you want, uh, you really have to take a look at the stories. Where did they come from? Can I work through this? So let's take health goals, for example. It's pretty common, um, pretty easy to understand. When, you're, when you think about where you want to be, what are your goals, and what are the things that you have always believed about food, nutrition, dieting, exercise. What are the things that you've always believed and how does that correlate with where you are right now in in your health? If you have a goal, you're obviously not where you want to be specifically, right? And of course, our goals can change over the course of our life and all of that. But just think about like where you are right now and where, where you're wanting to be what is what's currently stopping you from getting to where you want to be are there some things that you believe about exercise or food or the 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 balance of of all of that dieting of carbs carbs are bad oh my god you know is there something that you're still kind of holding on to that's maybe not serving you could there be a different reality could there be a different truth there could there be something different for you and this could be you know maybe you just stop paying attention to Nancy down the street who's always talking about slashing carbs and constantly being on a diet and you actually don't you actually don't want that for yourself you like carbs and you don't want to always be on a diet you would just like to feel good all the time you would like to build some muscle you would like to enjoy food with less guilt like that's can be a reality for you stop listening to somebody who's not where you want to be number one think about where you do want to be and what are the actions that person is taking what does she believe what information does she need who does she need to be she just needs to be a woman who is ready for that balance be a woman who is ready to stop fearing carbs we need to bust through those old patterns right 
in order to shift into something new, like where we've always been comfortable and just kind of like, well, that's what they say. So I'm just going to go ahead and believe that we need to, we need to question that a little bit more and continue to just come back to you, what it is that you want and how you desire to be and in your life, and then take actions that align with that intentional action. If you want to be somebody that works out three times a week, what needs to happen for you to get there? There might be a couple of steps before that. If you want better sleep, what needs to happen? Do you need a sleep routine and you need to stick to it and you need to set some boundaries? What do you prioritize in order for you to have that great sleep so you can show up to work with fucking powerful energy, feeling good about everything, feeling good about yourself, being able to kick ass in your workout later that day, that's compounding great emotions. Like that's good vibes on top of good vibes on top of good vibes, all because you decided to set up some boundaries and a sleep routine. Like imagine how your life could change from this one little simple things instead of just, oh, that's the way it's always been. (laughs) Oh, that's such a Missouri thing, right? Uh, And any of my Missouri listeners and Midwest people will know that it's it's all about the ope. And here's the thing, your nervous system is very powerful and it, it loves to keep you safe and it can keep you in a holding pattern just because it wants to, that's how it's keeping you in existence. So when we come up to these things that feel a little uncomfortable as we're shifting in our, in our own evolution and we're, we're growing and we're trying new things and like I am going to be the person that works out and does this and just even going to the gym used to make me uncomfortable. Now it doesn't. Like that's you like overriding the system. That's you saying like, no, I'm the boss now. (laughs) I'm the boss and I know that this is safe and I can do this and I know how this is going to make me feel and I know that I belong there and I know that I am worth this. Yes, this can take a little bit depending on the, the things that we're talking about here. And the person, it can take a little bit of work. It can take practice. It takes a lot of intention. Like you, you want this and you are going to intentionally take action. The steps that move you forward in some way or closer to whatever your goal is. Leading yourself isn't always about action either. Sometimes it's about rest and knowing when to give ourselves space either to heal or just to be, to not push so freaking hard all the time. It's letting yourself, you know, it's, it's, it is taking yourself through the hard work, showing up for yourself and also knowing that you need rest and recovery. Like let's talk about masculine and feminine energetics here for a second, which would be masculine workout Uh, feminine rest and recovery. We need both. We can flow from both. And recognizing that will just take you to new levels, new levels. So I'll give you a recent real life example, something I, a challenge I was presented with. So you can see this in action of here's my goal. What is it that I, you know, what is it that I want? How am I going to lead myself in a way that is aligned in order to get me to that point. Um, and this has to do with relationships, love, dating, and a man on a dating app. So 
if my goal, if what I really want for a relationship is is a committed um, partnership to be connected to someone in a deep way, to be, you know, feel safe and seen and heard and and have communication. Like it's nothing casual. Like I don't want it casual, right? So if this is like my goal, if this is my goal, then how can I open myself up to receiving that? I'm very good at being closed off to it, I'll tell you that. So I'm on a dating app and this guy likes my picture. It's on Hinge. So he pops up in my queue and then I responded with a like, but I also said something like complimentary. And he said, same, would you like me to take the wheel or do you want to continue to drive? Uh, something like that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> Mr. Sir. Um, but yeah, I was like, absolutely. Like, yes, let me step back into my feminine and allow you to lead. And like, we'll see where this goes, right? So I said, I'll hop in the passenger seat. <laughs> and he said, great, let's go on a date. And I was like, okay, then, <laughs> you know, like I really appreciated that there wasn't a lot of beating around the bush and like days of conversation. I also knew that I wasn't available till the end of the week. That particular week, I just had a really busy week. So my first available evening was like, the, like that was a Monday or Sunday or something. And then when I was available, it was a Friday. Um, but I just really in that, in those first little bits of our interaction and throughout the rest of that week, I was really being conscious about trying to, to not lead myself, like just letting him lead, not being the one to necessarily initiate everything or need to be in control, which I would tell you was really fucking hard. And I, I actually want to put this in another episode. I want to talk about this experience in another episode. Um, I'm actually not even going to give you, I was about to give a spoiler alert. I'm not giving any spoiler alerts. If you know me in person, you already know the ending of this. But I want to talk about it in another episode because I think it was just such a, a moment of, um, there were some moments of clarity and and goodness for me. But here in the beginning stages of this interaction, I was like, okay, I'm going to step back. I'm not going to just be the one to like hold conversation. I'm going to let him take the lead. I'm going to be in my receiving energy. And because that's that's what I want to be able to do. Like, yes, there are, of course, I'm going to need to be in my masculine energy and like leading in my business, leading in my, in my life in different areas. Um, in a relationship, I would like to be able to take my my foot off the gas sometimes and I want a man who is grounded and clear and has direction and enough of that so that he can guide like he can guide the interaction like hey like when are you free instead of three or four days of nonsense conversation yes I understand getting to know people like we were gonna we did that we had time for that I already knew we were gonna have time for that like, otherwise, yes, sometimes I, of course, like to make sure to kind of know who I'm meeting, right? I'm not, this, trust me. But I wanted to give him a chance to, to take that lead. Because um, that's, that is what I desire. I don't need somebody to be the boss of me. That's not what I'm saying. 
but I want someone who knows how to lead. I don't have to think about or make every damn decision in my life, you know, and and I, I will just, again, I will reiterate that giving that up sometimes is not always easy because of how I'm used to just being in my life all the time, doing in my life all the time. Um, but that would feel really good and it would feel really cool. Uh, so I just wanted to give you that example. So now you can apply this to your life. Think about a goal that you have. Uh, it could be health, business, financial, relationship, some maybe some sort of personal development goal. And I want you to think about, you know, what is it going to take to get there? You really, really, you want this thing, like you really desire this. What's it going to take to get there? How can you be in the energy of the woman who's already there? What is she doing? What are the thoughts that she has? What are her beliefs and her values? And what are the actions that she's going to take in order to get there? I want you to think about that. And I want you to just practice being in that energy of that person, of that woman, and taking intentional action towards that thing. Again, this is not always just a linear easy process nothing in life is and it can definitely feel like a practice sometimes but that is what you can take away from this this is how you lead yourself into that next evolution stay tuned for a follow-up episode on one of the best dates that i've had in i would say years (laughs) and the conclusion of that story And thank you all so much for being here. Pop on over to Instagram at coachabio or abio.social. And let me know what you thought of this episode. You can slide into my DMs. You can comment on one of the podcast posts. I would love to hear from you. If you feel so inclined, please leave a review. I would love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you soon.